0: Hi, guys. Welcome to the MMA UK News. Obviously, me, Stoonboy, as always. Usually, I'm doing the MMA UK BJJ show. So, obviously, tonight I'm getting a chance to speak to, obviously, a guy I know through jiu-jitsu. Um, so, obviously, I've known Chris through jiu-jitsu. Uh, for a few years, so uh, I think I managed to see you do a competition once, I'm sure it was a few years ago. Um, you did a no gee competition, like right? you, you won gold in your division. Um,
1: so yeah, it was a good yeah. division.
0: Cami Nicol and all that, there was a good fight between you. Uh, and you fought, I think, who else did you fight? You fought Nathaniel on the day as well. I'm sure you yeah. fought Nathaniel. You I fought you, you... good grapplers that day, and I. I... I do you even like grappling. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, you did well that day. i you did well that day. That was the first time I'd, I think I'd got to see you, uh, I'd say, obviously doing some grappling. So I'd say we're going to talk about something that obviously I know a bit about MMA. I'd say not, not too hot on MMA. I'd say I'm more of a jiu-jitsu guy. I don't like getting punched in the face, Chris. So, um, so I stick to cuddling people. <laughs> So, but yeah, as we're going to chat with you, as I said, uh, I wanted to speak to you for a while, even when I did Stoomcast obviously, to talk about grappling and stuff like that. So, we never got the chance. So, it's, I'm glad I got the chance to speak to you now. As I said, a, lot, a lot's changed for you in the last um little while, obviously, uh, becoming a dad. Um, so how, how's everything with that?
1: It's good, man. It's really good. Uh, just trying to adjust as best I can. Um, you know, it's kind of. Uh, the difficult and the, the most problematic, if you like, would be kind of juggling all three things, being professional athlete, full-time PT, and full-time dad. So it's uh, it's quite a hard one to juggle sometimes. So now that I've got news of a fight and stuff like that, um, I've decided to take, as of Monday, that'll be eight weeks. I'll take eight weeks off work and I'll just have to, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit inside me is that I want to, um, to make sure I do this correctly and I don't want anybody thinking, for instance, it's never going to happen, but, you know, I, like if there was ever an excuse for me to not, you know, like, oh, I could have done this better if I had quit my work or whatever. So I'm not even going to put that put that out there. I'm just going to make sure that I do everything right right now and then there'll be no excuses of other end and also it'll give me the right motivation, you know, just in... To say that I've done everything right and uh, when I win, I want to win in spectacular fashion. Get the contract and then that means, you know, there's no stone left unturned, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then obviously the, the, the big news was the UFC. I know obviously uh, MMA UK put it out there. I don't that, How many people did you get the chance to speak to before obviously MMA UK put it out there? Uh I think they
1: actually the they'd all kinda of asked me about this these rumors and that and I and I didn't really know what to do and what to say. And then all of a sudden the USC put it up on their live broadcast. So I was like okay, bag now. So I text my manager and obviously we're twelve hours behind because he's in America now. So it's just like um, everybody was posting about it and I had to keep silent just in case, you know, my manager wanted it to keep low profile, just in case we wanted to make it uh kind of like a thing that we're going to announce it. But then, you know, everybody started catching on, and then I just went with the wave and then it was
0: all good to go. Nice one. And what was the what was the feeling like that when you got that phone call um to tell you that was you?
1: You know what, man, it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a weird one. I don't think I got to actually enjoy it as much as I did, you know. Uh just because of everything that's going on in the world with this COVID and stuff like that. And there's so much uns- and unsure is it insurity or so much in- like, not i'll stick to fighting by the way i'm not i'm not <laughs> um so much, uh, out there you know there's so many such, such things that you can like so many different things that can stop a fight happening at the moment and you know because of all that i didn't really get a chance to to bask in the glory if you like and um it's just kind of happened now and i you know, I've always I always thought to myself, I wonder what I'd feel like if you know if the UFC came Japan. But I think as well, because it's the contender season, I'm not actually signed to the UFC yet. So there's still a lot of work to be done. Um yeah. I'm still a fighter and anybody that knows me, I'm I've got loads of room to improve. Uh, I've got I've got not that I'm a, a bad fighter that I could fight on the UFC roster right now, but I feel I've got time to grow. Um going to American top team and stuff like that will be, be massive for my training camps and stuff like that. So Um, there's so much room for improvement and maturity, even if you wanted to call it maturity
0: rather than, you know, room to grow. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say it's definitely exciting. I mean, mean, when it came up, um, obviously when Peter told me about it, I was like, wow, this is brilliant. So even a contender series, I mean, you get to go out there and uh, put on a show and then get people to kind of grow to you, so build up the fan base from the contender series and then straight into the UFC. So.
1: That's that's another thing I like about the contender series. You know, they they really put a lot of promotion into you. They really really push you as a fighter. You know, and I think they like certain types of people. They don't just like bring anybody in to like the contender series. So you, know? you need to have a little bit of a swag if you like. You need to they need to know that you're a finisher. You know, you need to know that you've got a personality because there's nothing worse. You know, like having a like a guy out fighting. He's got the shitest personality in the world. You know, you know what Conor McGregor's done for his brand. You know, just being able to. Yeah. The chat, and actually to be able to hold a conversation. You know, you get so many fighters out there, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go out there and do my best. You know, just like, oh, God, right, I <laughs> like,
0: Watch <the> and dry. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And then one thing, obviously, you mentioned about being a finisher. I mean, that's one thing about you. I mean, you you look for the finish every single time.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man, you know, it's. I think it's just to do with the lifestyle. My lifestyle is so chaotic. It's just... Um, and I just train so hard, and I just know my own capabilities and stuff like that. But uh, you know, like these guys in the UFC and all that sort of stuff, they they want to see finishes. They want eyes on the telly. And I know it's great. I, I think that is it's for a fighter to become good at grappling. It needs to be that they've got such a great skill set. I'm never ever going to knock that. It's just hard for the the, the Joe Blogs and. The, all these people to watch because they don't see the intricates and they don't know what it takes to become a good grappler and it's yeah. just a sh- that's the way it is but hopefully over the next couple of years um people will actually start to be involved in mma a bit more maybe as much as football and they'll understand it and then obviously um the the kind of knowledge and all that will get out there and people will understand follow grapplers a bit more than they do but I like to stand and uh, strike. I've been brought up with striking all my life. So it's just um, it's just something that's actually to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, what about your training now then? So obviously you mentioned you're going to be going over to American Top Team. Um, so you're going to be training with these, these guys, obviously. Is that going to be building up for the Contender Series? So when is it you're due to go over there?
1: Well, uh, we're just in the process of getting my visa sorted just now. So I need a visa to travel with COVID, which is another another step that needs to be put in place just because of everything that's going on in the world. I don't know about you, I just think the world's coming to an end with all this crazy stuff that's going <laughs> on. It just like a weird, weird setup that we live in. But um, you know, once I get my visa, that gives me um, a kind of ticket to get over to America and start training. So I said to my girlfriend this morning, I'm not even getting my hopes up because these things can tend to be ripped away from you quite quickly if you know you put everything into one basket. So um, I'm going to take it as it comes. I don't need to go to American Top Team. I would like to. Um, there's some pros and cons that come with uh, uh, both sides of it, but um, I, w- I would prefer to go to American Top Team. As I said, there would be no stone left unturned um, when you go over there. You know it's quite hard to find sparring partners in Scotland, um, and when you're over there, you know you've got the you've got such a wide variety and so many different styles and opponents. So I just want to go over there and make sure there's no distractions um, and just get the, the head down and come home with that big juicy
0: contract. Definitely, definitely. And then you mentioned about, obviously, a lot of, not a lot of training partners in Scotland. That's one thing, obviously, we've seen from you, anybody that's got Chris on uh, social media, as they you, you'll see you, you'll travel about. I remember you were down at Darn Till, training with Darren Till. You obviously go over to the Hit Squad, train with the yep. guys over there and stuff like that. So is it important for you to get a wide variety of training partners rather than having... Because, obviously, your you're training partners that you train with on a daily basis, it's important. Um but sure. having that variety of training partners is that is important for you? Yeah, I like to be put
1: in my comfort zone as well. There's nothing there's nothing more scary and nothing more like I I'll I'll be the, the biggest advocate of to, to tell anybody or any the young fighters, like I when I would go through to Darren Till's gym and spar Darren Till, I'm shitting my pants. Like I'm shitting yeah. my pants. The guy's got such heavy, heavy hands. Um, the the training over there puts you right out of your comfort zone. You've got guys like Mike Grundy and stuff like that wrestling you. You know, there's no point in going over to these camps and just like there's no point in me staying at home and being comfort comfortable. You know, I can I can yeah. say I I win every round here or I'll spar here and get. Out. Nah, that's not the way you you grow and develop. So I like to put myself out there, and then nothing can uh, be a surprise when I get in the cage. You know, I, as it's, it's MMA, you know. I, I found it a bit funny, you know. I was even actually watching some fighters at the weekend on the, not not that weekend, there, the weekend before. You know, they were saying, "Oh, he dived on my legs. He's an ankle picker. He's, he doesn't want to actually fight." Like, well, if you don't want to do that, moving into kickboxing, like, you're in, yeah. If if, if guys want to grapple with you, that's that's their, their their problem, you know. So, um, you know, you need to cover all these avenues, whether the person be a grappler a striker you know it's all a, it's a big giant chess match and you need to be really really focused on every every discipline so you know um that's why i like to put myself out of these comfort zones and get submitted and get a hard spar and lose a couple of rounds you know these these things make you grow and i i've got i've got the biggest ego but the the smallest ego do you know what i mean i've got i've got an ego in the sense i want to do well but i would rather put myself out there and lose in
0: the gym than lose uh under the, those big limelights you know yeah, definitely, definitely. It's definitely something, obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing, as I say, when it was announced. I was so happy for you, obviously. I know that, obviously, you and your team, obviously quite a close team. Uh, you see that on, as I say, when, when it was announced and everybody that was sending you messages and stuff like that, everybody yeah. was so happy for you. So so it was, yeah. I was absolutely brilliant. It's going to be brilliant to see, obviously, what you're going to do when you get there. So um, I put it out there, I was like, there's going to be a problem at 1.55. So... <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, definitely looking forward to it for you and then, I mean, the Bellator, obviously you were in Bellator, had a couple of fights in Bellator what was your situation when you left there then?
1: I think it's just it run its course, you know um, uh, these things happen for a reason, I think uh, you know, Bellator have been such such great, uh, a great promotion to be uh, associated with and you know, uh, now that I've left there's no there's no uh, bridges being burnt you know, there's, there's nothing, we left on good terms, you know, so Who's to say in the future we we don't cross paths again? It's just it's just one of these things. It's like it's like a job at the end of the day, people think it's like a boyfriend and a girlfriend. It's not. It's uh yeah. it's work, it's a promotion that you go and work at. So um the reason the reason why I've moved on is just it's just because it's just it feels right at the time. And you know, don't get me wrong, you know, the dream for me was always to be in the UFC, but you know, that
0: maybe maybe the UFC won't suit me. We'll see, but I'm sure it will. <laughs> yes. It definitely will as they definitely looking forward to it. And then uh for you, typical day training for you then. What, what would uh what would a typical day look like for you?
1: Uh just well, I'll just take you through our kind of basic week. So I'll get up in the morning and I would probably do two or three clients in the morning uh before I train at ten o'clock in the morning. So I'll be in at like seven to eight, eight till nine, nine till ten. Then a Monday morning would be wrestling, um. Then Monday afternoon would be like a pad session or something like that. A Tuesday morning would be sparring. Recently, um, doing some sparring with certain types of people to kind of mimic the fight. Uh, Tuesday afternoon would be strength and conditioning. Wednesday morning would be grappling again. Uh, then on a Wednesday, what would I do? Wednesday, uh, Wednesday afternoon would be either a pads or a long run. Um. Then Thursday would also either be a run or strength and conditioning. And then probably a little bit of light sparring again at night. I sometimes go to a boxing gym. Friday yeah. morning, straight grappling, like uh, BJJ grappling, you know, starting on the deck uh, on in bad position, guard, half guard. Um, and then some of my nights can kind of vary depending on how I'm feeling and what needs to be done. But Friday night can either be boxing, sparring, or... Uh, some pads again and then we've got uh, sprints on a Saturday morning and sometimes I finish up on a Saturday afternoon just because the sprint's such high intensity, you know, it really does a bit in your nervous system so um, mm-hmm. depending on how I feel um, I'll probably just sack it off at that and have a Sunday off but, you know, the, the typical week of training can always change because I'm always putting myself out there I'm always training but yeah not a lot of the guys can keep up, so um, it's just, it's just who's about at the time to be able to help me out. And sometimes you just got to piss with
0: the cock you got, and sometimes just go for a run. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a that's fair point, yeah, that's a fair point. And then one thing I forgot to mention your, your man that you're going to be fighting, Manuel, is it Gaxia? Um, so I mean, what what do you know about the guy? Do you know anything about him? I know he's uh, well, he's from Europe. He's a European guy. So, is there anything that you know about the guy?
1: I've seen his uh He's a Taekwondo guy. He seems to be quite flashy. Does does mad yeah. kick. But um, to be totally honest with you, I'm not really that impressed about. I've watched some of his fights. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've done the same, but uh, the, the the guy I just don't feel is on my level. You know, like um uh well you know vo- actions actually speak volumes i don't want to just like chat shit about him because i've never met the guy but um yeah. they had a two-year layoff Um yeah. i've been fighting top guys i've been fighting good guys i've been fighting guys my level and i don't feel he's been doing the same thing you know i i've seen his record he's fighting on one guys and own four guys and he's seven and oh like i don't even know how those fights have been set up so um yeah. I get it. You, you need to to build a fighter, but that's just that's almost like a boxing record that he's fighting with at the moment. So, um, as I say, action speak volumes. Uh, I'm gonna go out there on September 21st and just put on a show, and I can guarantee you that uh, I'll be getting that contract. It's just no doubt in my mind that that, that this is gonna that that isn't gonna happen. I'm just so focused, and there's nothing that can stop me. I just it's just that the problem's coming. That's all I need to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely. Well, as i said it's definitely looking forward to seeing you there. Um, as I said, it's, uh, if anybody should be there, it should be you. As I say, you've, uh, you've worked hard over the years. Uh, you've put the time in and now you're there. Now you're at the big stage. So uh, definitely looking forward to, it. as I said, I, I love watching your fights. It's all about pressure. It's all about you. You'll come forward. You're always looking for the finish. Um, And, I think you finished everybody. I mean, certainly your professional career, what you yeah. you've finished every single person. So, looking yeah. forward to seeing what you're going to do in the UFC. I think I only went to decision a couple of times
1: uh, as an amateur as well. As an know. amateur,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I, I just I think people try too hard not to lose, and then that really shows up on the record. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to go in there and just do your damnedest. And uh, like, if you're that worried about getting knocked out, you should be in a different sport. Like as I was saying that to my girlfriend. I'd be really pissed off if I get knocked out. I like guess it's, it's not not a thing you, I'd be chuffed about. But at the end of the day, man, if you get your lights shut out, you know it's you went out there, you done your job, and that guy hit you hard, and that's just that. I think I'd be more pissed off if I got submitted.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then what about when you do get there? I mean, obviously you're in the UFC, you're building yourself up. Who's your dream fight at 155?
1: Well, my dream fight, like, I say dream fight, I just, I've always looked up to Donald Cerrone, um, yeah. uh, he's just a guy that I think carries himself well, he's, he's a really good role model, I don't particularly want to fight him because I think it's like, I don't like the guy or something like that, it's, it's just I would really be honoured to be able to share an octagon with that guy and he's an absolute veteran and uh, I think he's just such a cool
0: guy and it would be good to get a beer with him afterwards. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Listen, Donald Cerrone will have a good few beers afterwards with you. So, <laughs> I <probably> uh... well,
1: well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, and then last thing for you, Chris, obviously anybody you you want to shout out, uh, sponsors, training partners, obviously teammates and things like that.
1: Yeah, well, definitely all my sponsors, you know, they've got, I've got such a few of them, you know, everybody knows who they are. And I've got all these these people helping, uh, helping me. So that there's like, I was saying this to my girlfriend. I'm so lucky to have that the, the people around about me that I, I have, you know. Um there's a lot of people that want to see me do well and I don't really know why. <laughs> like I try and be nice back to them, I always try and be courteous and know, all that sort of stuff. I'm just super happy to have all these people behind me and uh I go there's oh, my baby there. look I'm gonna give a shout out to my baby.
0: <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah, this summer, Guard up. <laughs> uh, so,
1: and also i'd like to give myself uh my my gym a wee shout out as well um uh, my, my coach adam has been putting a lot of work into his um his gym evo gym and uh he's uh he's really making a, a really nice place a really good atmosphere to train in and all the boys are coming on leaps and bounds so um i'm just super happy he's branched out himself and he, he deserves deserves whatever's coming to him
0: uh so yeah, that's about it. Definitely. Well, listen, it's been an absolute honour, Chris. Um, obviously, I mean you'll we'll catch up again at some point, as I said. Uh, uh, whether it be talking through this or uh, even any open mats, I don't know if you're allowed to do open mats uh, now that you're going to be in the UFC. I don't know if they'll yeah, let well, you go. I'd,
1: I'd need to check, but yeah, I'm definitely up for it. And even if we can get like a, a high profile match going, uh, get me wrestling with some and grappling someday, and uh, we can just see how it goes. But uh, yeah. interview man you know i'm more than happy to do so
0: nice one but well, listen thank you very much brother um and you enjoy the rest of your evening okay mate
1: bye
0: <laughs> take it easy bro yeah. thank you bye, bye. <laughs>